It is already week six in the NFL, and we're back with another episode of the Roast Masters Fantasy Football Podcast. How you guys doing today? I am your host, Ben Mostaller. Along with me is Brandon King. We are still without Garrett for another week, but that's all right. He's been sending in his picks. We're going to review week five uh, scores, talk about the games that we liked, uh, kind of go over that for a little bit to close out week five. And then we'll jump to our week six predictions. And it was a good week five for me and my sports betting. So hopefully you guys listened. I cashed a nine game parlay as well as the locks of the week. They were all locks. They won. So hopefully you guys listen. So let's take a look back on week five and go over the scores. We had the Rams defeat the Seahawks on Thursday night, 26-17. The Falcons over in London held on to defeat the New York Jets, 27-20. The Patriots, a scare there from the Houston Texans, but they ended up winning 25 to 22. The Vikings at the very end came back and defeated the Detroit Lions 19 to 17. The Eagles defeated the Panthers 21 to 18 on the road. The Saints also went on the road to Washington and took care of the football team 33 to 22. The Titans, a big win over the Jaguars 37, 19 after a loss the prior week. To the Jets, the Buccaneers dismantled the Dolphins 45 to 17 in the Florida rivalry. Packers in overtime defeated the Bengals 25 to 22. A lot of missed field goals in that one, but ultimately came down to Crosby hitting the game winner. The Steelers pick up their second victory at home versus the Broncos 27 to 19. The Bears over the Raiders 20 to 9. And some controversy there in uh, in Las Vegas with John Gruden being fired or resigning because of some statements. The Chargers in a shootout defeated the Browns 47 to 42, 89 points put up in that one. Hopefully you guys played the over. The Cowboys took care of the Giants 44 to 20. The Cardinals over the 49ers 17 to 10. On Sunday night football, the Bills took down the Chiefs 38-20. to And on Monday night, in overtime, the Ravens completed the huge comeback, almost down 20 points there at halftime. They won 31-25 to over the Colts. So some pretty interesting games last week, Brandon. Uh, before I jump to the results, what game kind of stood out to you? Which one did you enjoy watching? Um. I must admit to everybody here on this podcast, I made a mistake. I said that the game between Pittsburgh and Denver was going to be a tidy bowl game. It was, it was nothing more than that. Um, Pittsburgh, while they almost gave it away, I liked what I saw from Pittsburgh that let me know as a Steeler fan, there's still hope. I said last week, I liked what I saw. And I said I, I, I had some I, I, I had some hope for them, and I was right. Um, I think, uh, and if you didn't get a chance to watch what Bill Cower said about Big Ben in uh, the message to Big Ben, um, that probably was an inspiring speech to Bill Cower. And Bill Cower said, "If I was on the sideline, I would tell Matt Canada let." Ben do what he does best 
put the ball in his hands and get out of the way. And he told Ben, your season ain't over yet. And I think Ben hung on those words. And that's why I believe uh, they came out successful. Um, I truly believe that it's not over for him. Um, I believe that he still has some promise. Uh, we'll see what happens when they play Seattle and then they have a bye week, which is going to be necessary. Uh, so with that being said, I liked what Pittsburgh did. It gave me a lot of promise. Um, I just love the fight that Pittsburgh had. They, they showed under pressure. Yeah, we may be down, but we're not out yet. And um, on a side note, our thoughts and our prayers go out to big uh, to uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. He did have successful uh, shoulder surgery today, according to his post. He's heartbroken that he won't be able to be out there uh, with his team. But um, next man up, uh, this is not a time Deontay Johnson, James Washington, and Chase Claypool have to now step up more than ever. I believe they will. I think Pittsburgh's going to be fine now. Yeah, big victory for the Steelers. I, I did choose the Broncos uh, to win that one, and they almost did come back at the end, but the Steelers holding on to beat them, which is fantastic for us Steelers fans. Uh, when we take a look at some other games, I mean, there's a lot of candidates for game of the week. You know, the Chargers and the Browns, that's one that stands out to me and just insane fantasy stats. If you had them in fantasy football or in daily fantasy, you're going to be happy. Justin Herbert, 42.8 fantasy points with almost 400 yards passing, five total touchdowns. Austin Eckler, number one running back. He had three total touchdowns, 66 rushing yards, 53 receiving yards for over 30 fantasy points. Mike Williams, they're really good wide receiver. He's stepping up this year. Uh, eight catches, 165 yards and two touchdowns. Just some phenomenal numbers from the Chargers. When you take a look at the the Browns, too, I mean, they were they were there, too, with the numbers. They had a quarterback in the top 10. Both Hunt and Chubb were in the top 10. Um, so big numbers there. But that game was fantastic. But the Bills are legit. The Bills are legit. Taking down the Chiefs and doing it by 18 is insane. You know, that was one of my bets was to play the Bills to cover that three and to, to flat out win. Also to play the over, which hit, hit, hit. Um, the Bills are legit. The Steelers gave them a loss in week one, but it was week one. A lot of these guys didn't play in the preseason and and they got the job done. Um, but now the Bills are just rolling. Their defense, number one in the NFL. They Josh Allen just spreads the ball around to so many people. Emmanuel Sanders has been performing, former Steeler there. So this team is legit, and they're scary, and watch out for them. I have them as my Super Bowl favorites right now uh, to go. So uh, that game was very good on Sunday night, and, again, a lot of fantastic ones. Monday night, the Ravens' huge comeback. You can't deny how good that was. Mark Andrews, uh, if you had him at the tight end spot, boy, oh, boy, 41 fantasy points, 11 receptions, 147 yards. Two touchdowns and two two-point conversions. I'm glad I trade for traded for him in my one league because boy is he performing. Uh, but we take a look at our predictions and how we did last week. And 
Garrett was number one. He went 13 and three with his predictions. I went 12 and four and Brandon 10 and six. As we look at the overall standings, both Garrett and I tied for first place, 53 picks right, 27 wrong. And and Brandon's right there, four behind us, 49 and 31. As we try to move on to, to week six here, we take a look at the locks of the week, though. If you didn't listen last week that I had for you, they were really good. The under in the Seattle Rams game, that hit Tennessee minus four and a half should have been higher over Jacksonville a, a lot. Green Bay hit exactly the three, uh, but the over of 56 and a half Buffalo in Kansas City, they got 58. So that's a winner to cash in. And again, I hit a nine, nine leg parlay that felt very good. And we hope to continue that as we move on to week six and that starts on Thursday night football with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling into Philadelphia to take on the Eagles the Buccaneers four and one on the season Philadelphia two and three right now doesn't look good for Gronk to play Tom Brady looks like he will be playing boy oh boy what a week for Antonio Brown last week I called that if you followed me on TikTok the beast of Benny cakes I called that big performance I had a couple people comment some start sits uh, on on who they should start out of a group. I said Antonio Brown on a son of them. And luckily the one guy listened to me. He was thankful because he had a big week. But anyways, they're seven point favorites heading into Philadelphia who picked up a victory in Charlotte versus the Carolina Panthers last week. So Brandon, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia, over under 52 and a half, seven point favorites to the Bucks. Where are you going on this one? That seven points is too nice because I don't trust Philadelphia as far as I can throw them right now. Um, I think Tampa Bay is going to molly whop the Philadelphia Eagles. I since it, it's not even going to be close. Philly might not. Philly's not covering that seven. I say Tampa Bay is probably going to win this by a score of 49 to 20. If they're not careful, they might just pull away with this thing because if you had Brady in your fantasy lineup, he got you 57 points last week. Um, so I'm saying Tampa Bay pulls away with this by a score 49 to 20. Uh, I don't know what the over under is, but you might want to play the over because Brady probably is going to get you 49 points. Yeah, that's one of my lock bets this week. We're starting off already on Thursday night. It worked last week with the Seattle game, but I love Tampa Bay minus seven, you know, Philadelphia, a big win versus the Panthers, but the Panthers haven't really been tested on those wins this year. Unsure about Christian McCaffrey. If he's a go or I'm sorry, I'm talking about the, the, the wrong team, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, took care of the Panthers, but the Eagles are going to be without Dallas Goddard. That's one of their weapons there. Philadelphia is going to put points on the board. Jalen Hurts, phenomenal quarterback, but this Tampa Bay team's too good. So the minus seven, I'm loving. The over-under, I, I agree, slightly play the over because I think Tampa puts up points, and, and Philly will on this Tampa Bay de- defense too. Uh, but I see them winning by double-digit points. So I'm going Tampa Bay all the way on Monday night or Thursday night football. Sunday now, Sunday morning, we have another game, and that is the Dolphins versus the Jaguars. The Dolphins 1-4, Jacksonville 0-5. Oh 
Right now, the line is set at minus three, favored to Miami. The over-under at 47. Brandon, I don't know about you, but this sounds like it might be a tidy bowl game on Sunday morning. You are correct, my friend. That is the worst way to wake up on the Lord's Day is to see a flush game. Um, so, yeah, that's the yeah, that's the worst way to start a, a Sunday off. The Lord's Day, the day that folk go to church, we got to deal with a tidy bowl game. Jesus, that's a sermon. So, um, I don't trust either one of these teams. I really don't. Jacksonville is hasn't won a game. Miami's only won one. This one's kind of tough to tell. But I'm going to give the slight edge to Miami and say they win it 2019. Brandon, maybe that'll motivate people to go to church on Sunday morning because there really isn't going to be much to watch in this one. You know, I, I this game is a toss-up for me. Tua potentially will be back, which will help this Dolphins team. Um, Jacksonville, man, they've been close in some games, but – you know, they're just right there because Jacksonville's home. uh, I'm going to go with the Jaguars here. Plus three at home. They played Cincinnati. Well, Uh, I think that they will take care of the dolphins two or not to get that first win. They're hungry, but one bet that I'm absolutely loving and I am going to lock it in is the under in this game of 47 points. One reason why. Jacksonville is averaging 18 points a game so far this season. Miami, 16. Uh, If you can do math right there, uh, that is only 34 points that they are averaging and the under at 47. So right there, it's almost two touchdowns more that they'd have to score uh, total. So I think this is going to be a sloppy game. Again, a morning game. Uh, I, I see the under as a very nice play here, and I'm an over guy, but I think this is a clear under here. I'm going to go Jacksonville to win, though, plus three. Give me the points, but I'm locking in the under for that reason uh, only, is that they're averaging way, way, way less points in the offense there uh, for both teams. As we move on to Sunday at 1 o'clock, we start with Houston versus Indianapolis. Indianapolis coming off a loss in Baltimore that should have been a win, and they're one and four. Houston also one and four, but that first win versus Jacksonville and everything's been downhill since. Indianapolis, a whopping nine-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Both teams, same record, over under 42-and-a-half. They expect it to be a lower-scoring game. Brandon, who's winning this one? Indianapolis Colts wins this one 27-17. I don't trust either team. (laughs) Gosh, two bad matchups in a row. What is going on in week six? I don't trust either team. Either either team is like, uh, uh, ain't nothing popping with either team. Another reason why you might want to stay in church longer if you're a Pentecostal person. Because I think the Holy Ghost will have more to say than what these two teams are going to perform. I got Indianapolis Colts winning this one, 27-17. Yeah, I like the Colts in this one, too. Houston, they're in some games. I'd actually have Houston cover this nine and a half if I were to play it, but I'm staying away from this game unless I'm playing the Colts money line. I think that's the safest bet here. 
Jonathan Taylor, huge day for him, is coming versus this Houston, Texas Texans team. And as simple as that, pick Indianapolis to win. That's a safe bet. Over under at 42 and a half. I don't even know where to go here. I'd slightly play the over though, because that's kind of low. Um, but yeah, the Colts all day. Let's leave it at that. Green Bay, they got a division divisional game versus Chicago. Chicago coming off the victory uh, in L- uh, Las Vegas and Green Bay coming off a sloppy win versus Cincinnati. Green Bay is minus four and a half at Chicago. The over-under at 45. Brandon, does, does Green Bay keep on rolling? Yes, they do. Um, Chicago got a win over a Raiders team that got distracted um, by um, what happened with Gruden, which I will talk about um, maybe tomorrow on my own personal podcast. You can listen to uh, – as the uh, um, re-premiere of Elder King's Thoughts uh, makes its uh, reintroduction back onto all your social media platforms. Um, I may be talking about that tomorrow. It depends on how life treats me uh, tomorrow and if it's kind to me, kind for me enough to do a podcast tomorrow. That's just a plug, uh, Ben. Hope you don't mind. Um, but the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears always play tough. Again, I think Chicago just caught a lost uh, Vegas Raider team that was sleeping and that was distracted because of what John Gruden um, did. Um, but that doesn't mean they're going to go there. That doesn't mean they're going to win against the Green Bay Packers. So it's going to be close. I've got Green Bay over Chicago 25-20. Yeah, Green Bay, you know, I got to root for them this year because a lot of my fantasy teams have the Packers players on them. So I got to be a Green Bay fan. Uh, you know, they're starting off as expected. I thought that they would they would be doing this well, leading the division. But a loss to Chicago here would drop them down a second. So it's a big game for Green Bay. They got to be thinking that they're going to have a chip on their shoulders. It's a divisional game. Chicago, you know, a young team there and uh, some injuries on the team that's concerning as well. So Although they took care of the Raiders, I think that Green Bay gets the victory in Chicago. I like the minus four and a half. And the over-under, I'm going to slightly play the under because I think that it's a divisional game. Those games are always uh, lower scoring. They're tough battles. And uh, although the Green Bay defense isn't that fantastic, the Chicago offense really isn't that fantastic either. So lower scoring game, play the under, but Green Bay all the way. Let's move on to the next game. That is Kansas City versus the Washington football team. And if you told me after five games, the Chiefs would be two and three, I would have said you're nuts, you're dreaming. But that's what we're looking at, a two and three Kansas City team going into Washington, who is also two and three. Uh, Right now, Kansas City is minus seven. And the over-under set at 55 and a half. Brandon, can the Chiefs bounce back? I believe they do. Um, This is a must-win game for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I never thought I would be saying must-win at week six. But if the Chiefs don't win this game, I'll be honest with you. It's going to be tough for them to even try to 
get a, it's, they may get a wild card spot, but they're not going to get a number one seed because right now the way things look, Buffalo is going to be the number one seed and the road to the Super Bowl is going to go for Buffalo. That's the way it's looking right now. Um, I can see Kansas um, sneaking out a win, uh, 30 to 24. Um, Washington, their defense has been good some weeks, bad some weeks. Washington's going to put up points. But it's not going to be enough. So give me Kansas City to win this matchup, thirty to twenty-four. I love Kansas City in this one. I think it's a big bounce-back game for them. Mahomes is going to have a big day. I love the minus seven. You know, Washington last week losing by a lot more than that, and the Saints beat them by eleven. So if the Saints can beat them by eleven, I think that the Chiefs will beat them by at least double digits too. So I'm taking that minus seven all day. Uh, the over under 55 and a half, uh, you know, this is tough, but uh, I, I think that it'll get there because of how poor this Kansas City defense is. I think Kansas City will put up the numbers uh, as well to make it that over. Uh, but as simple as this, take Kansas City minus seven. Uh, it, it's almost a near lock for me uh, of the week because of the bounce back. They need this. They got to win. They can still win this division, but they can't let it slip away even further if they go two and four so Kansas City Chiefs all the way Minnesota Carolina right now the line has been changing back and forth the spread of minus one the last time I checked it was Minnesota minus one but I've seen Carolina also minus one it's a toss-up game Minnesota two and three go into Carolina that's three and two and again at this time, and I'm sure it'll change before the game kicks off, it's Minnesota minus one. Over under at 46 and a half, the two top fantasy running backs that were drafted this year in McCaffrey and Cook, both are game time decisions right now for this week coming up. So that can play a big factor on this minus one because I feel like if one's playing over the other, you'll favor that team more. But a, a very close Tough game here, it looks like, Brandon. The over-under at 46-and-a-half. Who comes away with the win? This game I do not like. Um, I'm not a, a betting person, but if I was, I would not bet on this game at all. Um, just for the simple fact, it's too close. Uh, it, it's definitely too close. I, I don't like this game at all. Um, Minnesota could win 23-22. Carolina could win 23-22. I would not be surprised if this it game ends in a tie. So I'm going with the curve to my conviction. I'm saying Minnesota gets by barely 23-22, but I would not be surprised if this game ends up in a tie. Brandon's famous tie here. You know, I'm staying away from this game, from the money line, from the over-under. From the spread, I, I am going away from it. There's nothing that I like here. Even if you pick one of the teams to win, you're really not getting that much because it's so close. So it's not like there's a big upset here that I like or a big spread to cover. So just stay away. Stay away if you're a betting man. If I had to pick a team to win, I'd go Minnesota as well. I think that they have played some tougher competition. Again, a big win for them here. Carolina, you know, that division's going to Tampa Bay anyway. So Minnesota, maybe they can get a chance in the running there for a playoff spot. Uh, so I like Minnesota to win this. 
obviously I would take the minus one or whatever uh, the spread is come Sunday. Uh, the over under 46 and a half, I think is very fair for where it's at. Um, I, again, I'm staying away. I don't even know what I would pick there. Maybe slightly favor the under, um, but I ain't betting it. So I'm not worried about it, but give me the Vikings on the road. Now this one will make up for that because this one's going to be a fantastic game. In my opinion, it is the chargers at the Ravens, both teams four and one lead in their divisions. And right now, Baltimore is a three point favorite. The over under set at 52 points, both teams in some very close games last week, Brandon, who gets the job done? This could be a good matchup. If, 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 if the stars were aligned, I say this could potentially be an AFC divisional or wild card matchup. Um, I'm saying Baltimore because they're at home. I don't know what's going on with Baltimore right now, but I don't like the direction that they're going in. Baltimore is becoming the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're becoming too predictable. You need to switch it up. Uh, I'm saying Baltimore gets by, barely, by the skin of their teeth. Baltimore wins 26-23. Wow, this one's going to be a, a, a very good game. And one that I love would be to play the over here of 52 points. Um, we've seen both teams put up points last week and pretty much all season long. Um, so I think that's an easy, easy over pick that I'd be playing. Uh, but I do like the Chargers on the road here. They've proven a lot this year. They took down a very good Browns team last week. Justin Herbert, man, he is the quarterback of the future. Phenomenal quarterback. Uh, Baltimore, you know, they were shaky earlier. They came back and barely defeated a good Colts team. They barely defeated a bad, you know, Lions team, a bad Colts team. So, I'm not that sold on Baltimore. Yeah, they did beat the Kansas City Chiefs, but so did the Chargers. So if you're giving me points, I'm going to take them. So give me the Chargers plus three on the road. I'd even play the money line for the Chargers to, to win because I'm picking them to win and I'd play the over here. But that is the game that I'm going to be watching at one o'clock. As we move on to two more one o'clock games, Cincinnati at Detroit, Cincinnati you know, they struggled there with the field goals. They could have beat Green Bay, but they lose by three. They're three and a half point favorites versus Detroit, who they're looking for a win. And their coach was very emotional, crying about it, saying that the guys are fighting hard, but they're just not able to get the job done. So there's a lot of, you know, emotions riding there for this Detroit team, hoping to get their first victory. The over under at 47 and a half. Brandon, does Detroit get their first victory? I don't like this game either. Cincinnati's three and two, but the way they're playing, that's not what their record is stating. Detroit is zero and five, but that's not how they're playing. This one is going to be tough. 
Uh, I'm going to say this. Detroit should win. Detroit needs to win. But I don't think Detroit will win. This goes against everything I stand for. I've got Cincinnati over Detroit by one, 24-23. I think this is a big day for Cincinnati. They've played some very good teams very close. And this is an opportunity also for them to try to get back to first in the division that they held last week. Um, you know, Detroit, there's going to be a lot of emotions on their shoulder for, you know, just – not being able to get a victory yet, but this Cincinnati team is pretty good. And they played a very good Packers team. That's a potential Super Bowl contender, very good and almost beat them and should have beat them. So with that being said, I like Cincinnati minus three and a half, the over under 47 and a half. I'd slightly favor the under just because, uh, you know, I don't think that these teams will be putting up that many points. It'll be a close game, but I'm comfortable picking Cincinnati minus three and a half and the money line for them to win. The Rams travel to the banged-up New York Giants that are 1-4. Looks like no Saquon Barkley, probably no Daniel Jones. Their wide receivers are hurt, uh, but Kadarius Toney, he stepped up in a big way, their draft pick from this year, that uh, he had about 30 fantasy points, a top-five fantasy receiver this past week because they literally had all their top receivers like Shepard, Kenny Galladay, all of them out with injuries, whereas the Rams come in, they had a good victory against the Seattle Seahawks and their minus nine and a half favorites on the road. The over under at 48 and a half. Brandon, is there any way that the Giants can win this? Uh-uh. They're too, they're, they're too plagued with injuries right now. Um, they're, they're way too plagued with injuries. Uh, the Rams are on a momentum shift right now, and they're just rolling right now. Anytime you beat Seattle, yeah, you ought to be rolling. So I'm taking the Rams to win this one, 30-19. Yeah, this is a lock of the week for me. I love the Rams minus nine and a half. They are just a better team. They're going to demolish this Giants team with all these injuries, even with the healthy players on this Giants team they would at least win by a touchdown. So I love this minus nine and a half line. I could actually see it going as high as, you know, 12 or 14. So I'd actually get your bets in sooner uh, because I think a lot will depend on the injury report. And if it's in favor of people sitting, that that spread is going to go higher up into double digits. If some of the Giants play, then I could see that going more down closer to seven. But for that case, lock it in right now. The Rams minus nine and a half. The over under 48 and a half. I'd play the under um, because I think that the Giants are going to struggle to get some points up on the board. So give me the Rams all day. As we move on to the Sunday afternoon games, we go to Arizona at Cleveland, which would be a fantastic game. Cleveland taking the Chargers to the limits, but ultimately losing. And the Arizona Cardinals, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. They're the only undefeated team left in the NFL, and they're three-point underdogs on the road. The over-under at 49.5. Brandon, where are you going here? Who who in the name of G. Gordon Liddy made Arizona the, um, the underdogs? Really? Against Cleveland? 
Sorry, with Baker Mayfield, y'all ain't going nowhere. I'm reversing that. Arizona wins this matchup 26-23. If you're giving me points for the undefeated team, I will take them. I, I like Arizona to win this one outright uh, in Cleveland. The over-under, that I am loving the over because both these teams, they can put up points. We saw what Cleveland did last week. And I know that Kyler Murray, he's been struggling a little bit, but I think he goes off this week, bounces back to where he should be and helps the Cardinals get the victory. So if I was playing any bet here, I would favor the over because then you can root for both teams to score. Um, and it, it might be easier to play because I could see either of these teams winning. So root for the over. The Raiders traveled to Denver. Obviously, the news out about John Gruden. He won't be their coach anymore. They go into Denver. Denver losing to the Steelers. Denver's three-and-a-half-point favors at home. Over under 44-and-a-half, a divisional game, which could change a lot because right now they're both tied in that division with the same record. So uh, it's, it's going to be a big win for either team. Maybe not the most exciting game, Brandon, but who comes out victorious? Mm. Now this is going to be tough because I'll be honest with you guys. I don't like this matchup for a lot of reasons. And the question is, which uh, they have it as the Las Vegas. They have they have it on here as the Oakland Raiders. They're the Las Vegas Raiders. Somebody online don't know what they're doing. Um, I don't like this game personally because I feel Oakland's going to play more on emotion than actual football. Um, right now, um, Las Vegas. I just called them Oakland. See, listen to me. Uh, Las Vegas is fragmented right now. And the worst thing you can do to a team that's fragmented is keep poking them because eventually the Bears are going to come out. Um, I'm saying that somehow, some way, I believe Oakland finds a way to win. Give me Oakland over Denver 24-20. And yeah, there we go with the Oakland stuff, Brandon. Uh, there is some confusion there, though. But yeah, Las Vegas Raiders now. Um, it's going to be a tough environment. Very tough to play in Denver um, with the altitude. I think that favors Denver. I would say Las Vegas will cover that plus three and a half. So I think it's going to be a very close game. Uh, but I'm taking Denver to win only because Denver's at home. You know, the Steelers defense gave us some issues last week, but they ended, you know, they almost came back in that game at the end. So noting that I'm taking Denver at home, Las Vegas going through a lot right now with the whole Gruden thing. I think that plays a factor into it as well. The over under at 44 and a half slight, slight over, but slightly um, in that one. Uh, but I'm kind, kind of staying away from this one as far as any bets. So uh, go ahead and, and give me the Denver Broncos. Dallas travels to New England. Dallas, a big victory last week versus those banged up Giants. Minus three and a half point favorites at New England who barely got by 
the Texans. They're two and three on the year. Again, Dallas four and one. The over-under at 51 and a half. I'm just going to say it quickly here. Please lock Dallas minus three and a half. New England barely got past the Texans, and Dallas has been destroying everybody. They'll destroy the Patriots up there. I love this minus three and a half bet. I'm taking it all day. Give me Dallas. Yeah. Um, Dallas, I, I don't know what's going on with Dallas right now. They're playing with some fire. I, I don't know what it is. But Dallas has been playing with some fire as of late. Uh, and I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan in the least bit at all. And I mean that. And I will never be a Dallas Cowboys fan. But I like how Dallas is playing right now. Uh, Dallas over the Patriots, 28-24. All right. And now we get to Sunday night football, the game I will be attending. And that is the Seattle Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. My two favorite teams going at it. Obviously, the main reason I wanted to go to that game was to see my boy Russell Wilson. But he got hurt last week and had surgery and will be out four to six weeks. Not playing in this game. So Geno Smith gets the nod at quarterback. Pittsburgh obviously coming off a victory, a much-needed victory versus the Denver Broncos at home. Big Ben looked a lot better this past week. And right now, the Steelers are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home there at Heinz Field. The over-under is at a very low 42-and-a-half points. Brandon, do the Steelers pick up another victory to get to the 500 mark? Um, they need to. Um, once the Steelers play this week, they got a bye week, which means a lot of the guys that were injured uh, can finally get healed up. Now, word is, is that Stefan Tuitt has been practicing and he's on the practice field. So Tuitt could make a comeback. I don't know. Um, last week, uh, when you look at that offensive line, one sack was allowed with two quarterback hits. Chase Claypool just looked like, wow. Um, the pass rush from Seattle was one sack with three quarterback hits. So with that being said, this is a game that Pittsburgh needs to win. It's not a matter of whether they should win. They need to win. But then again, Geno Smith is not a scrub. And Pittsburgh's got to watch out for that. Just because you're playing a backup quarterback does not mean this quarterback is a scrub. Remember, you had to deal with Tim Tebow back in Denver, and look what happened. You got your butts whooped, okay? So Pittsburgh has got to play their type of football. That means they got to be good on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Najee Harris, oh, my Lord, 23 carries for 122 yards last week and a touchdown. That boy is going to be somebody. I'm telling you right now, if I am, who I think I am, I'm saying Pittsburgh wins this matchup 24-19, but Pittsburgh must win in order to go into the bye week. Pittsburgh must win. Ben, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have to break that to you. I know this is um you got two teams here that are your favorite. You're definitely going to be torn, but for the sake of the sanity of the Pittsburgh Steelers fans, they need this win. 24-19, Pittsburgh gets it done. Simple as this. 
Russell Wilson plays, I'm picking Seattle all day. I'm taking the plus four and a half. Uh, but without, e- even without Russell Wilson, the Seattle team looked, I mean, Geno Smith looked good. He still had a touchdown. He still led the team on a good drive. He still looked good. And that's going to be rough for the Steelers defense. But I think the Steelers defense at Heinz Field at 830 at night with those terrible towels waving, it's going to be a tough environment for the Seattle Seahawks. And for that reason, I am going Pittsburgh to win this one. Uh, I think that they win by a field goal. So take Seattle to cover that. I think that is a safer play. Uh, But ultimately, I'm staying away from this game. To bet, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it. Hopefully, uh, you know, there's not going to be much fantasy implication now with Russell Wilson out. So I'm just going to sit back and enjoy a good football game on Sunday night. And yes, I will be wearing my Steelers stuff, rooting for the Steelers. And hopefully they pick up the victory. Um, But I'm staying away betting, but I'm picking the Steelers to win. As we go to Monday Night Football, the last game of the week, Buffalo is traveling to Tennessee. And what I had before the season started as my AFC championship, uh, Buffalo five and a half point favorites on the road. The over-under is set at 54 and a half. Man, does Buffalo keep on rolling or can Tennessee stop the Bills train? This is going to be a shootout. I don't think you're going to see much defense in this game. I really don't. Um, it's just something's going to have to give. Something's going to have to transpire. But I don't want to bet against the Buffalo Bills now. They've been going strong too long for you to give up on them now. I say Buffalo wins on the road. Buffalo wins uh, in a very good contest. I'm saying Buffalo over Tennessee, 30-24. Yeah, I like Buffalo in this one. Um, Tennessee looked good last week versus the Jacksonville team, but obviously it was Jacksonville and, and losing to the Jets the week prior. They needed that. Uh, so I'm going to take Buffalo minus five and a half. They've just been whopping teams, and I think that continues. Fantastic offense, fantastic defense. They're just good everywhere. Um, and for that reason, they're going to win this football game. I like the minus five and a half. 54 and a half is a lot of points, but I think that they'll get there right around that mark. I'll play the slate over of that one. And uh, I like Buffalo and I'm going to keep picking them until they prove me wrong. That is the week six predictions for you. Some of my locks, Tampa Bay minus seven, the under Miami versus Jacksonville of 47, Kansas City minus seven, the over in the Chargers Baltimore of 52 points, the Rams minus nine and a half at the New York Giants, uh, the over of the Cardinals and the Browns, Dallas minus three and a half versus the Patriots. Um, so I like those. I'm going to be betting that. I'll show my bet slip, slip on our Instagram if you want to go check out that. Rose, under, or RM underscore fantasy football. Again, RM underscore excuse me, fantasy football, uh, where you can find that. Also over on TikTok, I do weekly start sits, and I give you advice on who you should start and sit. Again, this past week was very good for me and my predictions, not only for the sports betting, but to start sit and uh, help a couple people win some leagues because of that. 
Um, so make sure you follow me over there, the Beast Benny Cakes on TikTok. And you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts at the Roastmasters Fantasy Football, as well as on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, you can search Roastmasters Fantasy Football and find us. And, and before we go, just the buys this week that the teams that won't be playing that we didn't discuss, the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints, the New York Jets, and the San Francisco 49ers will all have a bye week this coming week. That's all we got for you tonight. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Give us a follow on our social media, and we'll see you next week for our week seven predictions.